Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert, and uh, it's that time of year again, mm-hmm. gents. It is. Very excited. The, you could, you, the one you couldn't time tell. of year. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one reprieve from Oktoberfest Palooza we get, and that's uh, Oktoberfest. I thought this was Oktoberfest Palooza. No, Oktoberfest Palooza is um, the other weeks. That's not right now. <laughs> right. It's, it's every other week, but not uh, like a two-week period. No, right. I think... Chris is right, though. I think Oktoberfest is over. I think it's. I think it is over. In which case, right? That means it's Oktoberfest Palooza. Uh, All uh, right, uh, we're back. All right, we're back. All right, regularly scheduled programming. Yes, Oktoberfest <laughs> ended on October third. Guten, guten Tag. Yes, Oktoberfest Palooza time, baby. That's right. Woo-hoo! We're ready. So get your uh, get your German outfits on and your steins in your hand and pour out all that crappy german beer yeah except for the ones that we're gonna have tonight <laughs> yeah well, well, right except for the those german beer. yeah yeah well, i feel like but, this should be a pro german beer podcast but you don't want the german oktoberfest beer you want the german oktoberfest palooza beer that's fair i want okay sure that's that's fair um wh- yeah what's what's the normal grain bill in a oktoberfest palooza beer ton <laughs> oh, well i think it's this i think it's the same except for that it's Better ingredients, better beer, Oktoberfest Palooza. John's. I don't think that there's any other company out there that just, uses did that you slogan. Make that up? I, yeah, I, I just wow. made it off the top of my head. That's a good slogan. We should get like like uh, Peyton Manning to advertise Oktoberfest Palooza. I mean, po- or- possibly he could be like our biggest like like franchise owner. That's 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 fair. Oh, October festival. <laughs> yeah, we're really branching and out. Is I, that I, I'm basically pitch... just the restaurant that's kind of like Outback Steakhouse, <laughs> but for German food? Yeah, did you guys ever see the movie Waiting? Uh, Bloomin', yeah, <laughs> Bloomin sausages. I mean, I yeah. know Chris probably hasn't, Ooh. but it's I've not. It's, no, it's like uh, the uh, it's like the the um the restaurant in, in Waiting where they wear all the all the pins. Yeah. Hmm. All the flair. I don't think that that was a German. That wasn't a German restaurant. No, but this is that's the same idea of our re, our Oktoberfest Palooza restaurant, except for you know. So it's not a German re- restaurant. Well, it, it just is, has but flair. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's an awesome German restaurant with flair. Okay. With Ric Flair, yes, yes. Yeah. Ric Flair gets it on this. You know, we could get Ric Flair to be our spokesperson. We don't need Peyton uh-huh. Manning. That's all we, let's get both. Better malts. <laughs> better malts, better beer. Oktoberfest Palooza. Woo! John's. <laughs> what I don't about know why you keep on saying like, That's a very weird Freudian slip of you. I don't know what you're doing over there. We could, uh, we could, we could make it uh, Oktoberfest Palooza with our beer, your family, you know? So Yeah, I like that go, one. Go that route. I mean, we could do the wonderful world of Oktoberfest Palooza. I think that's a new slogan as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What are some other ones we could go up with off the top of our head with no uh, no outside uh, outside whatever? What's the word? Don't know the Marketing word. Marketing departments. <laughs> oh, man. My brain forgot words. It's fine. It's all good. It's okay. We're fine. only on a podcast. I don't think you need words. Yeah, listen, we could, I, I haven't podcasted like a month. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been Welcome a back. 
Welcome back, by the way. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Sick kids, y'all. Don't don't have them. Don't have sick kids. If you have kids, make sure they're healthy all the time. That's my that's my parents. That's another slogan for our restaurant. (laughs) Octoberfest Palooza. No sick kids. Only healthy kids allowed in here. Could do always good beer. Don't 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 come. Could do Um, um you know save beer, live drunk, Octoberfest Palooza. Okay. Um what what are we having for food this restaurant? Always good beer, always Oktoberfest Palooza. Listen, as long as there's a, a a giant pretzel, I am game. Okay. I think like, giant pretzel's a requirement. Giant soft sure. pretzel is like, yeah, that's that's a that's a solid right there. Mm-hmm. Imagine if it was a giant hard pretzel though, that'd be terrible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, it, it comes with like the little hammers they give you for the crabs. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. It's just like you just have to you smash got, off you the, the piece. You got the crackers too, like Oh, there we go. There yeah. You go. <laughs> To crush them open. Just a giant pretzel that was made three years ago. <laughs> I've got another slogan, too. Just Uh-oh. drink it. Yeah, that was uh, that was one that you could come up with. <laughs> um, a, beer, a beer is forever? But but we want them to drink a lot of their beers, so I don't know if that one really Yeah, fits. that one doesn't work as much. Yeah, I, I are, can't help but feel like that you're just that reading these off fix. of a list right now. Well, <laughs> there are... There are some things that that beer can't can't fix. For everything else, there's Oktoberfest Palooza. Wait, what? There are some things that beer can't fix. For everything else, there's Oktoberfest Palooza. Come on down. <laughs> yeah, let's do that one. The, okay, the we got ul- the slogan. The ultimate drinking machine. Is that just when <laughs> you're at all the restaurants? <laughs> exactly. It's just like. We have like a Tud mascot, and it's just a guy in a Tud suit. His job is to just drink all the beer. You're, you're in good hands at Oktoberfest Palooza. Uh, do you mean like urine or? Like... Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like pee hands to me. <laughs> what's what's in your stein? Um, is there any way we can possibly move on from this bit? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm having way too much fun because I was done with it restaurant. before you got to Pastrobist. <laughs> Um, so it is the, the episode we look forward to the rest of the year. I think this is our most popular, one of our most popular episodes. That and um, Mr. Oscar. Mr. Oscar. Two big ones. Yeah. That we the like centennials to are good too, with. but. Sure. Yeah. Sure. They only <laughs> come every other year, you know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, so we got some fun things planned. We have our, our Bavarian colors and our, our Lederhosen on. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, Chris, you were gone for like mm-hmm. a month. I was, yeah. Um, did you, things, did some you things hear all changed. The, the people not saying I don't know hi if, to you? I don't know if you uh, noticed anything changing on the whiteboard here. Some numbers went up. and uh, But we want to give you another shot to get back on there. So, what do you got for us this week? Oh, okay. It's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. The soundboard is back. Like it never left. It has risen from the dead because Obert texted me and said, get the soundboard working. So It's Oktoberfest Palooza. We got to pull out all the stops. Right. So, <laughs> so we had to bring back the soundboard. Well, I would like so what to... Do you got? So what do you got for us this week, Chris? So I have um, an Oktoberfest Palooza beer. Um, they must have ran out of 
budget for lettering though because they just put oktoberfest on it oh weird yeah i know weird um i guess the budget was uh was there anyways uh this is from left hand brewing company i've never seen nor had their oktoberfest beer so saw it in Mm. the store had to pick it up i thought they Uh, were stouts that you know that it was weird it was one of those things i just i was like i've I've had their stouts aplenty they're very good um but here it is the oktoberfest marzen lager um i think they want you to say a a palooza afterwards yeah it's just implied they just for copyright reasons they left it off exactly yeah um i mean we get so we get so many our 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 new ip that we're we're opening stores (laughs) nationwide with (laughs) um and this one says uh from our hand to yours that's that's their their slogan so um i don't think we can use that one but um well, we it's just kinda, did. Oh damn! So, damn sue it. us! Damn it! Left so hand. sue us, left hand. <laughs> uh, it's kind of kind of neat can. It has the uh, blue and white checkered that you kind of see on a lot of things. But then it's like a, like it looks like a saber toothed tiger or something. Some kind of tiger on on the can. The official mascot of Oktoberfest Palooza. <laughs> Chester Cheeto, the blue saber tooth <laughs> tiger. Um. So yeah, uh, saw this at uh, Total Wine and picked it up and saved it. For this very special occasion. Um, so we'll see what left hand can do outside of stouts. Um, also, this isn't nitro, which I'm like a little, you know, I almost wanted it to be nitro because it's left hand. Mm. But let's see. Yeah, nitro plus Mars and I don't know about that. Yeah, I know, but I figured they would try it. <laughs> if anybody was going to try it, it would be them. I was going to say, yeah, the fact that they didn't means it simply can't be done. <laughs> very true. So here it is. Uh, I'm going to pour it out right now. Smells smells like a solid uh, solid there, uh, Oktoberfest of Elizabeth. Sounds like a nice one. Yeah. Swirly do going. Get the swirly. There it is. There she be. Um, so nice and dark. Nice dark amber color. Uh, you can see through it pretty well. Um, but could a T-Rex see you through it? Oh, no. I don't remember what this is. Is this, a t- is this, is this the light still? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... Probably, I'm. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. Uh, let's see. Let's get the official T Rex T Rex tester. Uh, ooh, I don't know. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, that T Rex would see you right through. I that think you'd blind the T Rex. Yeah, it, it looks very, very heavenly. Um, you know, looks like a big bright light. So, but there you go. It is a beautiful looking beer. The head is uh, still there. Uh, it's 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 definitely lessened up a little bit, but it is. Um, it looks it looks nice. Uh, a little bit frothy. Um, thin, thinning out, thinning out on the top a little bit. But that's okay. Um, get some of those malts on the nose, um, and let's see. Let's see. It is. It is very cold. Just pulled out of the fridge, so it is. It is pretty cold. So let's see. Let's see what it tastes like. It's pretty good. I mean, get some malty sweetness up front. Um, then it kind of transitions into uh, more of your stereotypical like um, like malty malty backbone. Um, got a little bit of. Cri- you get that crystal. Um, a little bit, a little bit, not a ton. Um, it's actually a little bit more bitter than I was expecting. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's just like, oh, I mean, it can't be that old of a can, right? No, it's not. Best Buy 11, 24, 22. Uh, it definitely like tastes last year. I know. That's what I was, that's what I was wondering. I was like, eh, could it be a little bit old? But it has like that weird, uh, like almost like old beer taste on the back. Maybe that's, mm. maybe that's the malt that I'm picking up. But I don't know. Chris so is you bringing s- September fest to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's not bad uh i think we've talked about it in the past like marzen's oktoberfest aren't always like my main go-to um 
even during the season, I'll have like one a year, and it's on October Festapalooza. Um, but this one's not mad. It's it's missing something. It's missing something for me. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's the maybe I'm getting like too much bitterness in the middle um, than I'm used How does to. It but compared to other like Oktoberfests you've had, like your well, that's, favorite that's, Oktoberfest. Ah oh, man. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if I have a quote unquote favorite Oktoberfest. Um, like Sam's is a is is a good one. I mean, Sam's is a staple, right? Um, there's a couple local ones. Like Fourth Creek had that balloon fest, which was very good. They are sadly closed now. May they rest in pepperonis. Um. But I've had I've had some like other pretty solid ones. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, the one I had last year, the was it the Blue Label, the Blue Label one that I had last year. Go back and listen to it after you're done listening to this one. Then come back. I think most of them are blue, um, that same blue and white checker label. The, yeah, the varying colors. Is that so the Blue that, Label probably won't help you? It's kind of like a flag <laughs> almost. The I don't know. It came in the big. I have the big mug downstairs still. But anyways. Um, Oh, that's right. You and Tad have the same yeah one, right? That oh, came Paul. with the novelty mug. Oh, yeah, or it was Munchkin a, or whatever, something it like that. It was Polliner. I don't think so. I have Maybe the mug. I just looked at it too. Today. I have the mug too. It's downstairs. Maybe I had different mugs. Uh, but anyways, either way, um, this isn't my favorite. It's not my favorite one that I've ever had. And um, it's there's something missing from it that a normal Oktoberfest I would I would generally pick up on. Um, like it doesn't. It almost tastes more like a. I don't know. I'm just missing something. I'm missing something out of it. Like a normal Oktoberfest to me has like like two different sides almost. It's almost like going up and over a, a mountain. Like you get like the beginning and then you hit a peak and then you and then you you hit a different flavor on the way back way down. Um, so like like I think I know what you're saying. Kind of like you get this more of the sweetness from that toasted caramel malts up front, and then you get kind of the crisp finish of the lager on the back right yeah 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 and then and this doesn't have as crisp a finish as i think i'm used to i get some of the sweetness up front but then i just get like bitter in the middle which i normally would like um i don't hate it it's not my favorite though um sorry left hand stick to your stouts (laughs) yeah (laughs) stick to your stouts my friends um i'm gonna give this one i'm gonna give it a three i i just it's fine it's fine it's three okay it's fine not I'm it's it's not gonna it's not wowing me by any chance, which means I have zero chance of getting a tally mark this time this time around. So out of seventy one thousand twenty two ratings. Seventy one thousand. Seventy one thousand. Three point six seven. So you're close, but not close enough to to be on the money. Three point five nine. Good enough to get on the board with a point oh eight. But uh yeah, better luck better luck next time, Chris. I think uh I think we might see Left hand again on the podcast soon. Maybe next episode. Who knows? Um, but Todd, I gotta say, you look like you certainly need a beer after uh, a long, hard Monday. I could use a beer, especially after the, the the struggles that you put me through. All right. So this week, I was going to bring a traditional German beer to the podcast, but then I was gifted this beer at a beer fest I was at two weeks ago. Um, and kind of stole it out of the front door. So I said, you know what? I'm going to bring this beer to the podcast instead. And that is five churches. Five churches? I don't know. Five churches. The name of the brewery is Five Churches. How do I say that in plural as ownership? I think you are getting closer. Okay. It's Five Churches Brewings. Men are from Marzen. An Oktoberfest. 
Oh, okay. So you okay. could bring a, a, an Oktoberfest style, but just not from overseas. Is what right. I was going to bring a, originally I was going to bring a spot in, but this I figured was, was more local. I like the guys over at Five Churches. Austin does Five really churches good beer. Five Churches. Five Churches. <laughs> well, it's like ownership. It's their beer. So how do you say that? I challenge you over to... Five Churches' Marzen, Marzen, Marzen. Oops, all Marzen. <laughs> Oktoberfest. Men. So, a uh, 16-ounce can, 5.1 ABV. Um, it's got a nice, cool little picture of New Britain on it with the five churches in the background. Uh, there's, like, a little space logo with a little sun rising up over this this here. Looks like it's from space. Orbital Looks like planet. going to a new frontier on mm. your Marzen can. Well, the men are from Marzen, so. Exactly. A red planet, maybe. So, I'm going to pour it in my cool uh, boot. That I got from Labyrinth from their October festival. <laughs> that that nice. looks fun. Nice. Remember to turn it. Don't think I know. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking about that the other day, and I think maybe I put too much thought in a just a random funny movie. But why didn't they just start out with the boot turned? Uh, I think the, the twist is what kind of swirls the beer the right way to get it to vacuum down your throat. Okay, get, I guess that makes... The, right cy- the cyclone action kind of as it's like, you know, funneling down. So... It is. Um, it's not as filtered of a of an Oktoberfest beer as you would imagine. It has mm. a little bit of haze to it, but it's it cute. definitely. It's a cute. It's a cute boot. I gotta say, it is a pretty cool boot. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think no, he, he said cute. He didn't say cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. <laughs> it is a cool boot. You can um, admit it. You can admit that it's a cute boot. It's a cool boot. Um, <laughs> the light test shows that. That you definitely would see the car coming, but you'd probably be able to hide from a T-Rex. Okay. On the nose, it smells very much like your standard Oktoberfest beer. Nice little heads kind of stuck around in my awesome, cool boot. Decent lacing, for sure. By the way, on the back, the actual Labyrinth logo with the Minotaur. That's cute. The Minotaur, the cute little (laughs) Minotaur on the back of the boot. It's very cute. It's just very very cute. The Minotaur looks very ferocious, I'm sure. So quaint. Yeah. (laughs) All right, you know what? I'm just going to jump the drink <laughs> in here. This is definitely unique. Um, it's very sweet up front, and then it kind of mellows out into a nice, crisp, you know, like br- like bread type flavor. Um, like if you were just eating, like a like a fresh baked roll it kind of finishes like that like a like a multi-grain roll um really smooth and refreshing there is one bit of like odd flavor like in between the sweetness and the bread that i can't quite make out um it's almost a little piney which is interesting um so it huh. kind of goes from like like sweet like a sweet lager to a little bit of pininess to like a nice fresh baked roll out of the oven sounds like it's a well-balanced beer with a little bit of hop bite in the middle and uh, some nice crystal malts in there. Maybe some little toasted bread action. Yeah, I, th- I definitely think there's a lot of crystal malts in here. I don't know if there's... I don't think there's any hops in here because it doesn't say that. Well, all beer has hops in it. But yeah, I don't think anything like... German like, purity law. Yeah, but I don't think there's any like... like I don't think it's going to be like a Citra or like a, like a, like a West Coast style Cascade type malt. Sure. No, I wouldn't think so, but no. I, I do think that little bit of pineness is comes from somewhere, right? And I think it's got to be whatever traditional European hops they are using in their Marzen. 
True. You're probably right. Um, it is extremely well balanced. Um, very delicious. Extremely crushable. You know, those Munich and Vienna malts definitely do shine in this beer. Um, a little bit sweeter than I usually like my Oktoberfest at the beginning. I, I prefer the more traditional style where it's just kind of a standard flavor across the entire thing um but this adds a little bit of complexity that is nice um after after drinking a ton of oktoberfest beers over the past you know month and a half um this is a nice little break from the from the norm because i've drank every brewery that we've gone to i think i've had their oktoberfest beer and so this is one of the more unique ones for sure uh i like it um solid beer i'm gonna give it a 375 i think it's just a solid standard oktoberfest beer you know, in general, I think most Oktoberfest beers are kind of standard, solid beers. Like, there's never been one that I've been, like, you know, knocked to the floor and said, holy shit, this is the best Oktoberfest I've ever had. Um, Because they all kind of taste similar. But this one definitely ranks as a unique flavor. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, the only one that I think comes to my mind, and I don't even remember if it was a Marzen or not. But I think I had one from Dissolver that really was like, wow, this is really good. When we went there, uh, it was either it was some kind of a Marsden or blogger style that I really liked from them. Uh, but it, I agree that with you overall. That was the one that you and Chris both were like obsessed over, right? I don't know if Chris was, but I know I was. Um, but I agree, it's hard to make a like knockout of the park Marsden, right? Or mm. just this any kind of a Oktoberfest lager is going to be tough to really you know blow people away with. But uh, so you gave it a three seven five. Uh, what do you think the other 698 people who are from Marzen <laughs> rated this men are from Marzen from five churches? Brewing? That's not a lot. No. Um, and this is the only one. I mean, I think they're going to be somewhat around me. I'll say three, six, nine. Damn. She fine. <laughs> <laughs> you are close, but, uh, Chris still hangs on to a spot on the board with a three, seven, nine. Wow, okay. Yeah. I didn't, right. get, I didn't know which One way to go. Dodge. I didn't notice whether to go up or down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a, that, that, they're, so, they're so tough. They're so tough. I mean, Obert should definitely just guess a three. Mm, just just to make sure. Well right now. Just to make sure. <laughs> blind On, guess. Uh, un, unnamed brewery, unnamed beer, guessing <laughs> 3.0. So I know Chris mentioned it a little bit. He said... He really likes the Sam Adams. Oktoberfest was one of his favorites that he could mention. Uh, you said you had a lot of them this year in particular. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a standard? Um, I mean, I really like I really like Spotten. I think Spotten's a great uh, a great Oktoberfest. It's the one I always go for. You know, I always like Hofbrauhaus, um, Pauliner, but I would say it's somewhere. It's it's between Spotten and Hofbrauhaus for me are my my two go to German ones yeah um at the Oktoberfest that we have in whitefish here i have they always have hofbrau and a local brewery this year the local brewery was one out of missoula that um shoot let me look up the name of it but um i'm not the hofbrau is like okay i think byron that's the one the out of missoula that i've had theirs was good too but I was at the store looking at all the Oktoberfest and I ended up picking up a six pack of Sam Adams because I think some of those ones that you mentioned, like the Spotten, I find has like a iron aftertaste almost mm. that 
I wasn't sure if you were, that may have been one of the tang flavors that you were picking up in that beer, the left-hand beer, Chris, or I don't know. But that sometimes like metallic taste in the back of my mouth, back of my tongue, just throws me off a little bit. And I think Sam Adams does a really good crisp, clean finish that, um, you know, you talked about, you know, starting sweet and finishing smooth. I think yeah. they do a good job. I don't um, disagree. I think that, I think I think Sam Adams' Oktoberfest is my first Oktoberfest. I think I bought a, a six-pack in college. You know, not really knowing yeah. what it was and absolutely really loving it. Um, just I can't say that drinking it's, it I, forever. Just yeah. <laughs> well, I, I actually don't think I've. I actually don't think I've had it this year. Um, mm-hmm. I think you if know. you grew, I think if you were our age and you were a beer drinker in uh, the Northeast, maybe even East Coast. I wouldn't be surprised if that was your first introduction to the style. And uh, yeah, was, for sure, for sure was for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, that was the Oktoberfest beer when we were all, you know, that age to try an Oktoberfest. But speaking of trying Oktoberfests, I'm going to do that right now. I remember getting excited for when uh, for when Sam October would, like, get to the store. Be like, oh, man, Oktoberfest season. That's I agree. And then so, it started so, showing up in August. I know. And I'm like, no, no, no. No more Oktoberfest. <laughs> you bastard. You stay in October where you belong. <laughs> um, no. But it's solid beer. Very solid. You know, I, the other day I saw. So they have their their pumpkin out. Obviously, it's it is it is pumpkin season. Um, I, I saw they, an abomination pumpkin beer in North Carolina. Yes, the uh, the the forbidden pumpkin. Yes, it's I, delicious. That was my I, I brought a, that to I, the podcast last year. I picked up a four pack. Had to. Did you get the the double forbidden pumpkin or just the forbidden pumpkin? I think it's just the forbidden pumpkin. Yeah. Um. So uh, this past weekend, I also saw I also saw the winter warmer. Sam Adams out, and I was like, "You got to be too soon. Me. Too soon. <laughs> no, we can't be. We can't be doing that. I mean, I we talk about this every year, but I do think that I thought used to think before I had a podcast about beer. I used to think there was one fall beer season. Now I realize there's two. When I learned about <laughs> Oktoberfest and how Oktoberfest ends the beginning of October, that leaves plenty of time between Oktoberfest the, from the start of Oktoberfest to Palooza through <laughs> Thanksgiving weekend." To drink pumpkin beers. Yeah. Uh, and yes, yeah, so you have the Oktoberfest for, you know, tailgating, September, whatever. Then you got your pumpkin beers for your second fall seasonal. You got to leave plenty of room for for that before we get into the Christmas stuff, the Christmas it's, junk. It's absolutely ridiculous. I'm, I'm not in, like, it's it, it's Sam Adams. I mean, that's what they're, they're always going to jump the gun. They, yeah. they annoy the ever loving shit out of me because of that. And my guess is it doesn't even, it's not even getting earlier any year, every year. It's the same time every year. And we're just always uh, like me being like, I can't believe it's so dark out. Like, it's like, I can't believe winter warmers here. Like I, every year it just gets me the same exact thing. But uh, I don't know. I think you got to just fight back, buy your pumpkin beers, buy, uh, you know, the closeout clearance Oktoberfests. We got to start that brewery where we buy the, brew the late season beers. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm telling you, if you made off-season beers, if you had a brewery that just made, you know, Oktoberfest in like March, <laughs> and Marzins in March, maybe. Ooh, yeah, Marzins. There yeah. you go. And like, you know, you did summer shandies in December and winter warmers in in July. People would buy that beer. I, it guaranteed. There's a market for it. Has to be. I thought the our whole core idea was we were going to start brewing the beer when they were supposed to be sold. Like we're only going to sell the the Christmas <laughs> beers like two weeks before Christmas. 
I know. I listen. I think we should also do that too, but it doesn't mean we can't brew off season as well. Oh, so it's a, a spin-off brewery we're making from our first brewery. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm more on board for the Christmas in December than Christmas in July. But I, I agree. I think the hardest part would be convincing people that this isn't just beer that we had lying around for six months that couldn't sell. Then, right? Also true. Yeah, maybe we just put like seasonally appropriate labels on it. So we call it like the winter warmer, but there's like a girl in a bikini with like a like a uh, one of those balls, beach balls on it. <laughs> it says it says like winter warmer on it, but I mean it is. <laughs> it's a bright I mean, sunny day. It makes sense. It's warmer in the summer. I mean, golly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We have we have our uh, our our spring seasonal with like changing leaves on it. You know. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it's Oktoberfest 30 and I'm thirsty. So cracking in here went a slightly different direction than both of you, but I'm glad that we can have some variety here. I, um, I did go spotting, but I went with their Optimator, their Doppelbach is a little bit of a change from the Mars and, uh, beer because as I was talking about being at Oktoberfest, I like to have not just some Marsins, but I like to have some, some Bach beers as well when I go. And I figured... It's spotting, so why not, right? There you go. 12-ounce bottle, 7.6%, brewed in Munich. Not really much else to say about it. So if you have comments or questions, you can call 1-888-287-2400. Tell them <laughs> an old friend sent you. And uh, I don't know, maybe they'll give us some more spotting beer. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, that'd but, be awesome. Uh, yeah. Let's crack the sucker open here. So so this is not a traditional Marzen. No, by... Doppelbach instead. Okay. All I right. decided not not to really celebrate Oktoberfest Palooza. Well, we all celebrated in different ways. Like I ended up with a German beer. You ended up with a German style brewed in local to you, and Chris ended up with the bad beer. So <laughs> it all worked out. I just, I just, I, yeah, I just celebrated with the bad one. It's fine. Yeah. It's like poo poo garbage. The, the colors. It's got the blue and white. So <laughs> it's got blue and white. Okay. Very different approach on the light test, as you can tell. Oh, yeah. The Doppelbach. Uh, oh, you're hiding still, from a T Rex in that thing. Mm-hmm. Still filtered. You can I don't know. Still... And you're dodging a car, I think. Yeah. I think you could see the car coming. It's the perfect, it's the perfect spear. It covers all not, the. <laughs> not quite a billion on the SRM scale, but probably in the 30s, I would guess. It's up there. Um, but, you know, definitely filtered for sure. Like Coke with fine bubbles. I'll say that. Uh, that's a pretty good, pretty good color. Uh, descriptor. Descriptor, yeah. Similar, that same kind of little bit of lacing, maybe uh, eighth inch of head, just just chilling there, hanging out. It's just what you want your beer to look like, you know. It's got that sweetness that you'd expect from a Doppelbach. The darker malts more than the crystal malts. Just a little bit more of that chocolatey richness on the nose. But I can't, I can't hold off anymore. Let's dive in. Prost. Prost. I drink the beer from the glass, but that's boring. That's good, ooh, yeah. That's more like it, keep pouring. I have the German accent, and so of course I love beer. But how much can the good hold? Eins, zwei, drei, eins, zwei, drei, vier. Das gut. Right. Now, I, was wondering, I knew we were going to hear, hear that one today. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best. That's the best drop we got. I think. <laughs> I was except, expecting except, it for all three of us, but yeah, <laughs> we should have been. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, you could always make that edit in in the in the post. <laughs> no, I respect I respect the soundboard choices. Um, okay, what to say about this spot and optimator? Uh, you know, I've had it's one of those beers I had before, but in my mid twenties, uh, maybe even early twenties, when I was like just trying every different beer I could, you know. So it's been a while since I've enjoyed this beer. I think it's fair to say um, that, like I was describing, that caramelly richness that you get with the darker malts, almost toffee flavor, definitely hits that tongue receptors. But I don't know. This is the first like twelve ounce like bottle of beer. That's not true. I had some of the the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. But there's something about this beer. Some kind of little bit of skunkiness. It's a little off. You know what? And I don't know if there's any truth to this on this one in particular, but green bottle. That's as I think all of our mm. listeners should know. That's a no, no. Yeah. The, the common, the common rolling rock issue. It has that same rolling rock skunkiness just a little bit. So that's a little disappointing. Same thing, same thing with Heineken too. Also yep, green Heineken, bottle. same way. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has that same just off little bit on the back end. The front is great. Really, really you strong. And I think, that could be why you don't like Spot and Oktoberfest either. It also comes in a green bottle. Yeah. I have them I think, in my fridge. Okay. I think it's one of those things that I would recommend someone have this beer on tap, but I don't know if I would say go for the bottles because it's you don't know how it's been taken care of on the, the voyage across the seas from Munich, <laughs> from Munich to your home. I'll tell you this. Drinking out of the boot is... Now that I'm getting towards the bottom, it is getting a little a little messy. You gotta do the twist. <laughs> you gotta make the twist. Flush it down your throat. Like it's a boot toilet. <laughs> so okay, so I'm having a little time hard time rating this one because I do get those competing factors of I can tell this was a good beer, but it just got a little off flavoring, which is gonna dock at some serious points. I mean, it's Spotten's fault that they put it in a green bottle, right? Right. Yep. I love Doppelbox. That would normally make it a little higher rating, but this is only going to get a three and a quarter from me. Um, okay. Just not just not there. That's fair. Which, you know, it's sad that the time of year I love so much, that our listeners love listening to the show so much, we get such three point somethings on this episode. But uh, I don't know. Maybe there's still time for me to find some more Oktoberfests and bring them to like a pregame or something. I mean, I think people should go out and drink every Oktoberfest they can find. Join me in the quest to drink them all. Like Pokemon. Yeah. But I have to drink them all. <laughs> they need an app for that. For yeah, you I to know. check all the beers in. Oh. I mean, like um, on a, uh, an unrelated note, um, on a random website, I guess. Uh <laughs> Uh, I thought for sure I would have the highest check-in number, but I am not even no close. Way. Nope. Yeah. Um, 79,976 check-ins. Oh, you are pretty close, though. Wasn't yours like 70,000? 70, 71. 71. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, 10% <laughs> I thought off. You was like, I thought it was going to be like 700,000. <laughs> um, hmm. I got to imagine a lot of these are bottle check-ins, too, and that other people have the same problems with it. But people really hate rating below a three and a half. So I think it's going to be the lowest one on the pod. I'm going to give it a three, five, one. It is not the lowest on the pod. It's actually the highest. I don't remember what Tud's was. So, um, three, seven, nine. Nope. The sec- the middlest of the pod. <laughs> 3.70. Okay. Good job, so. spotting. Yeah, wow. Now, can you tell me the breakdown? Yes. Is it significantly different between draft and bottle? Because that's the data I want to know. So 
draft so bottle has 16571 right um which is a 374 average so that's pretty high um draft is 9515 that's a 3.87 okay so draft is higher than bottles right yes interesting okay unless you take into account tasters which is 7.790 only 790 though it's pretty small it's a 355 so you know those people are like, oh, I'll get it on my flight board, but I don't really like Doppelbox. That that's what that says to me. So sure, yeah, and I wonder how many that didn't specify are whichever. But we don't have that data. All we can really go for is uh, draft versus bottle. And you can see some people put it that, said uh, can. I don't think they they even make it a can. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have cans out there. Nope. But the the data is backing me up. If you can get spot in October, uh, the Doppelbach, you should do it on draft as opposed to going getting it from the bottle. Agreed. So get out there and try it. All right. Well, I have a fun October Palooza segment Ooh. for our listeners, and this segment came to me not quite in a dream, but while I was sitting at my local Oktoberfest jamming out to some great great music shout out to the bands that were uh that were there there's a few of them one of them came all the way from austria to whitefish montana to play wow some oktoberfest music far drive it is a far drive um we have some bands that come every year that they get from all over like one's like a umpa band and these guys were like a rock band from austria that they came and played some some oktoberfest music so the idea that came to me while I was there was I need to share Oktoberfest music with people who've never been so they know what to expect when they're going to Oktoberfest. What oh, the songs are, okay. what to expect, because it's a really a big part of the celebration, right? Any good party has got great music. Uh, so a lot of this information comes from this actually pretty good, helpful site, bigboytravel.com. Big shout out to bigboytravel.com. <laughs> they, like have, they have a... An excellent guide to if you want to go to Oktoberfest uh, in Munich, what to expect, where, what tents to go to, what to wear, all this stuff. But one of their pages was most popular songs at Oktoberfest. And um, I thought I'd share a few of them with you guys because obviously they're a lot of fun. But before we get into that, there's a couple of FAQs up top I thought would be good to cover. First one is, do they play polka music at Oktoberfest? The answer is... I'm going to say yes. No. Oh. no. Uh, it is oompa music, not polka music. <laughs> they say that polka is like Czech or from Poland, like Polish. It's not. It's more accordion-based. And oompa is the tuba. So it's like, basically it would be like if someone from Germany came and was listening to like metal they'd be like is this rock and roll you'd be like no <laughs> this is this is heavy metal <laughs> you know it's okay. like you gotta it's the distinction that maybe but, someone from outside the culture wouldn't know so but it's do they not play Ram, polka do they play ramstein at oktoberfest i don't think so i don't think it's really that vibe but we'll find out more as we get into this list they might um that actually leads us right into our next question todd which is will they only play umpa music no, they have to play Ramstein. It's, it's, a, it's a requirement. <laughs> it says um, that it, you can expect to hear tons of American oldies, German hits, and everything from John Denver to ACDC. Uh, and the later in the day it gets is when they go from more of like the, the traditional oompa band to like the adding like an electric guitar and more 
more modern sounds. Um, and that's actually the the next question that FAQs, when the music starts, says that 6 p.m. is when they switch over from the, the normal oompa stuff to modern rock, basically. Okay. So if you've ever been to a chain of Oktoberfest of Palooza restaurants or know anything about music at Oktoberfest at all, the one song that you would recognize, uh, any guesses at all? Have you heard of this? Oompa loompa doopity <laughs> I've got this is Munich calling. <laughs> no, it's called Ein Prost, uh, which is German for I salute you. And it's an important part of the Oktoberfest celebration because they play the song four times an hour every hour during Oktoberfest. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, even when they're playing like 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 current music? Um, yes. Yes. It kind of starts with like a snare drum roll. Uh, to, I don't know if you want to give us that, Ted, but you love to do that when we're not ready to hear it. But it's fine. I don't have a I don't have a snare drum. Uh, <laughs> drum roll! <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There you go. Exactly. I knew you had it. I knew you had it somewhere. And then, um, basically, the the lead singer will kind of like just. Just get into it, and it goes, I'm pros it, I'm pros it. And then uh, that means I salute you. Uh, and then there's more German words. Der Gemütlichkeit means I salute to our cozy friendship and good times we're having together. So, so should, we, should we play it for the people? Let's do it. Let's play it. All right, and that so then from there, the kind of like the that's like the, the like let everybody know what's coming, right? That's like get your attention with that first part, and then they count down in German one, two, three, and then Gzufa, which means basically chug, and then they end with this part you've probably heard before, Ziggy Zaggy Ziggy Zaggy. Oi, oi, and then, oi! Exactly, you I got it. From you the respond. It's, well, <laughs> they had to get it from somewhere. Um. So basically it's saying, you know, are you having fun? And then you respond, oi, 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 yes, we are. So that's, that's how you finish it off. All right. That's so that again, like I said, that one every 15 minutes. And the whole goal of that is to just make you drink more beer. It's basically <laughs> like a drinking game at Oktoberfest. Which I'm, here I'm for a it. big fan of. I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. Um, it, apparently, that One was. One day I will make it there. I feel like we keep doing this podcast long enough. We'll be doing a live Oktoberfest Palooza from Oktoberfest. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> apparently, the, the theory is they started doing the song four times an hour just so they could sell more beer, which apparently works. The Hofbrau tent sells 750,000 liters of. Um, wow. During the festival each year. So. You gotta you gotta keep that mug full, just so when Ein Prosit comes on, you're you're ready. Um, the next song is kind of what inspired me to do this whole segment, and it's the English name for it is the Flyer Song, 
but in German it's Fliegerlied, and it came out in 2008. It's I didn't realize we song. had a German that came on the podcast. That sounded almost perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you go to an Oktoberfest or two, you start to pick a thing, pick something up. But uh, it's a kid's song, basically. It's like almost like the Macarena or like if you're happy, you know, it, clap your hands where like the song tells you what to do. Maybe not so much in the Macarena, but it's like it's like repeat after me with the dance. But it's kids, but it's for kids. So like it basically tells you to fly like a plane and then act strong like a tiger and you, you, and this is a visual. We're gonna put the link in the show notes because you gotta learn. <laughs> you gotta learn the moves, and that's a big part of it. Is you do the dance along with the crowd, and it's a big. It's a lot of fun. The band leads it, so you gotta be fly like a plane, strong like a tiger, tall as a giraffe, hop like a kangaroo, and then swim through the water before hold your neighbor's hand. Is the the words here? So we'll play. They'll play the clip, and I want you to see if you can pick out where. You know, because German and English, they're pretty close. You can figure out. (laughs) You can figure out. Just listen for the words fly like a plane, strong like a tiger, tall as a giraffe, hop like a kangaroo, hop like a kangaroo. (laughs) And then. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What is a kangaroo? (laughs) Kangaroo. This uh, spot is going right to my head. Kangaroo. But all right. (laughs) Let's hear it. So I do have a question. Yeah. How old is this song? Came out in 2008. Okay. Because I was going to say, if it was an old song, kind of like the first one, how do they know what a kangaroo was? Uh, you know, they have kangaroos in Austria, I think. Oh, I've heard so. that before. Oh, oh, wait, no, that's Australia. Uh, never mind. But Thank you. I was waiting for the soundboard to do it, but I'll take the, <laughs> I'll take the touch version. <laughs> you, you make me... I, I don't know. I don't know where these are. There we go. As I, say, I don't know how you have the Jaws music hotkeyed to space bar, but... <laughs> Drum it's, roll is not. It's is no not longer. Anywhere. It's no longer hot cued to spacebar. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the co-host got a good view of the dance, so you'll have to check it out on YouTube. And I hope you picked up on some of the things, like the kangaroo springing, as you heard. I heard. Really, I, I heard a few of them. Yeah. Like the when tiger. You, when you're like the seeing the yeah, when you're seeing the dance go, you can kind of be like, oh yeah, I get it. Spring, 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 like something. <laughs> Mr. Kangaroo, jump, 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 jump. The next one's familiar if you've been to like any sporting event in the U.S. And uh, that's Hey Baby, If You'll Be My Girl. Is that by, is that by Jet? One, two, three, take your hand and come with me because you look so fine and I really hey, love you. Hey, baby. Ooh. Ah. I want to know if you'll be my girl. Okay, there you go. It says it was a, it's been a huge hit in America ever since uh, it hit the charts in 61. But DJ Ozit was the one who brought it to Germany in, in the year 2000. So you'll hear like the German remix, pretty much. Another, another American one that you're probably familiar with, again, from sporting events, 
You might know this one, Todd. Sweet Caroline. I think I've heard this once or twice. How does it go? Where it began, I can't begin to wonder. Something and something, something, something. Something, something, something. Nope, you're way too... (laughs) Hands. Touching hands. Reaching out. Germans. Touching Germans. Yeah, I liked how that was basically the instructions for what to know what not to do during COVID. <laughs> True. Hands? No, none of that. Touching hands? Definitely not. Touching me? <laughs> Stop it. It's kind of funny that that song has carryover to Oktoberfest. Right? Well, I could see it. It's a big party, right? Yeah. Up until 2004, nobody cared about that song. Yeah, well, DJ Atsi brought it to Germany. Brought it back. uh, It only caught on when when the Red Sox, you know, went on their run and won the World Series. Yeah. Why, do they like that song too? (laughs) Just a little bit. Um, There's a few other American hits that you'll recognize from the list, like Seven Nation Army. But uh, the last German one that I'm going to play for you guys is called Cowboys and Indians is the English title, or Cowboy und Indianer. And... uh, it's it's has a dance as well called the lasso dance that this one is also much like the Macarena where you got to just follow the steps along. So this is a good one to click the YouTube link below and uh, and watch the dance because you won't uh, you won't truly appreciate it otherwise. But Cowboys and Indians, here we go. Come hold us lasso house. Dance is basically pretending like you're riding a horse using a lasso, followed by a lot of humping motions. <laughs> uh, the lyrics are apparently just very innocent about kids playing cowboys and Indians, which this website notes is a weird thing for a popular song for adults to drink to. <laughs> and also weird because that German kids play cowboys and Indians, but I don't know. It's when you see the dance, you'd be like, okay. I get it. It's just a lot of like, you know. It's like the, it's like the Apache dance. Yeah, there we go. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, if you want to see the full list, there's there's a lot of good ones. I like um, Next Door to Alice. And then in parentheses, Who the Fuck is Alice? That's a good one too. <laughs> um, you want to see the full list, check out BigBoyTravel.com. And I was surprised at how many of these songs I knew from my local Oktoberfest, which means that they really are pretty pretty universal. Like you're going to go every year and hear the same music and do the same dances. It's kind of like when you go to a wedding and like you know what songs they're going to play and the dances you're going to do when you go there. But uh, I think right. any good party works that way, right? Where everybody, did, everybody knows all the dances. So hopefully if you ever go to Oktoberfest, you're a little better prepared after hearing some of these, mus- these songs. Uh, and if you 
go to your local one, like you did, Todd, the other week. Go to the jukebox, put on Cowboys and Indians, well, they, and they just did start riding a, that, that bar. They did have a, 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 a German band there. At the at the Oktoberfest that I went to, I think cool. they played. I'm, I think I, I think they played the Iden Prost song, but they did not play Sweet Caroline or Cowboys und Indianas or anything like that. Um, that's interesting. I'm surprised. Did you know? Did they play any German songs? They played the Iden Prost one. Other than that one, no. Did they play any other German songs? They played some song where you had to dance to it, but you did not have to hop like a kangaroo. So I think it's a different song. And or or you didn't a, do a lasso either. Right, and then there was some old lady there who was playing the bells. Weird, weird. Apparently they were traditional. Um, apparently they were traditional German bells. I think they just pulled one over on you. I think they were like, "Yeah, we're a German band. We got bells." <laughs> they did. I will say that they kept. We were wondering why they kept on playing that song. You know, it seemed like every other song. But every now fifteen we kind minutes. Of, now we kind of understand why they played that song so often to get you to drink more beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only other notable one that you that they might have played this band that came from austria was like we're gonna play the only austrian hit that made the charts in the u.s and it was uh amadeus amadeus <laughs> and if they played that at your Oktoberfest, they did not but the great song yeah yeah i'm, I'm still kind there. of upset that du host is not on that list you know i don't think that really fits the vibe of <laughs> Oktoberfest. but who knows maybe you go you can request it and they'll play it for you i think they should just play ramstein the entire time that, I think at that point you're at a Ramstein concert. You're at a Ramstein concert. <laughs> um, but okay, I think that's it. We should wrap it up. Head over to the Frosty Mug, the wisdomy one from the freezer. Pull it out, fill it up with Oktoberfest facts, riddles, stuff for you to enjoy, figure out. Just, you know, take in and behold. Uh, to get there, we are going to go through this musical medley from Jordan. Who's who's gonna sing us sing us to the frosty mug? Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom. Drink. Mug of wisdom. All right, thank you, Jordan. Um, Tud, where can where can you find Jordan? You can go check them out on Wreck My Podcast. They are back, back. They're back, from their baby. Hiatus. Um, back from hiatus. I heard that that they might be stealing some of our bits. I don't know what bits what? they're thinking about stealing, but if they steal our bits, we're gonna have to steal their bits. <laughs> we're gonna what if start they steal watching the movies and they just and they just play the song. That'd be great. <laughs> But yeah. that means that we got to steal something from them. Okay. Every in, every intro that we have from here on out is going to be the one that they play. We're just going to take the intro, even though it doesn't fit the show. Either that, or they're going to steal like talking about Pokemon, and then then we got to steal something else too. No, oh, that's that's my domain. <laughs> I think every episode we just replace one random minute of our show with a random minute of theirs. Like the first episode, <laughs> we do one minute. Next episode, we do two minutes. And then like 60 episodes from now, we don't have to do a podcast anymore. And it's just all, <laughs> just all, it's just all his, their show. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> but all right. So Chris, welcome back. Against all odds. Board. Against all odds. Oh, man, golly. Gotta start, gotta start just bringing like 
bomb ass four and a half on the pod all the time. That's what I need <laughs> to start. That's, that's a trick. That's a trick. All right, so I'm going to hand the hand, the the frosty mug of wisdom. It's been it's been a while. I can't even. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, you know, whatever I do, whatever I do now that I've won and uh, am the best, uh, I'm gonna hand the thing off to Todd. Todd, take it away. Sure. So uh, my handle this week is going to be an app. No, I like this. Bloomin' onions. Bloomin' sausages. <laughs> a new restaurant chain. It's exploding in popularity. No, my handle. My handle this week is going to be a new show on Netflix. Um, it's called uh, Dahmer. It is a ten-part series about Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer is played by Evan Peters. You may know him from being the star of uh, America, one of the stars of American Horror Story. So basically, it it goes through. It starts off where on the day that 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 Jeffrey Dahmer gets caught, and then it's kind of like a flashback of like his entire life, you know, coming full circle. So it it does the whole like Tarantino style of, of like a show where it starts at the end, then cuts back and says basically, "Let's see how I got here," and then it goes all the way back through it. It's a ten episode series. Um, it's really good so far. We're on episode five. I highly recommend it, uh, especially as we're getting further and further into the month of October. That means that, you know, we're getting closer to Halloween and it's time to start watching scary movies and similar things. And this is a perfect show to kind of get you into that that Halloween theme. You know, episodes are about an hour long, so it's really easy to kind of, you know, fly through them. Um, it is, I'm sure a lot of people have already started watching it because it has been the talk of social media over the past week and a half. So um, if you haven't, Chris... Uh, go check it out on Netflix. It's called Dahmer. D-A-H-M-E-R. I I gotta say I like the sequel better. I was really a big fan of, of Dom and Dahmer. I thought that was a really, <laughs> really good movie. You know what? I've already played the... I already played the... Uh, good one. I played the drums <laughs> for you once tonight. That's all you get. <laughs> We've broken the snare drum. I already had a drum roll and a badumtis. That's right. Um... Speaking of scary, scary movies and stuff, uh, I saw parts of, not the whole thing because I don't like scary movies, parts of Scream for the first time the other day. Um, Like the one from like the 90s, I assume. I don't know. Um, That's when Scream came out. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why it came out. I know Nev Campbell's in it. That's basically it. So um, catching up. Uh, Also, it was scary. Also, I didn't watch the whole thing. Also, <laughs> <laughs> I've, the parts I've Chris th- did watch, it was like between the. Oh yeah, no, there was definitely the some. There was definitely some of these. It was like, oh no, don't do it. I've got don't another Halloween themed handle for for next episode as well. Don't do it, Nev. Don't do it. Um. But anyways, there you go. Movie update from Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing all spooky handles next week? Next episode, Ted? Oh, never mind. Cut, cut out all the Scream stuff, then. <laughs> I got nine tenths of a movie to watch, Chris says. <laughs> oh, man. Over, what do you What do you have this week? Um, I also have a visual visual medium thing to share. It's uh, not Netflix YouTube, though. It's uh, season four just started, and... It's actually coinciding with an activity that I'm hoping to get into, although less extreme than what you'll see on this YouTube series called The 50. Um, the 50? Yes. It's The 50 Project, and it's by professional skier Cody Townsend. And I th- I believe he wrote a book, or he's associated with a book called The 50, um, which is 
describes the 50 classic ski descents or ski lines of North America, um, where they're basically like the most interesting or extreme or noteworthy lines to go ski in North America on random mountains. And one of them is in Glacier National Park near me on Mount Stimson. So that's kind of how I got introduced to this series where he went and he said it was like the worst bushwhack of his life because it took him three days to do this this thing where he basically was hiking up a stream bed covered in snow, like just scraping his skis on rocks to get his way miles and miles up the stream to then climb this mountain so he could go ski down it. Um, but the he's doing this project. I think he's on mountain like 37 or 38. Let's see. I got it up right here. He just did um 37 and Hmm. so that means he's got 13 left season four just started 11 days ago uploaded the trailer 11 days ago so as someone who wants to get into backcountry skiing and just bought all the gear to start doing so and is taking an avalanche course is that legal uh yeah totally legal um it's just like hiking except in the winter and you go down on skis at the at the end but i thought you couldn't go into glacier and spend like the night without permission he got permission. Um, I actually was hiking with the this weekend with the guy who gave him permission. <laughs> so that was kind of funny because I was tall. I was like, "Oh, have you seen this video?" He's like, "Yeah, I." Uh, he didn't go the route I told him to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, the guy who like handles the winter permits and stuff. Okay. Because He's you also in need trouble. you also need special permission to like film commercially in Glacier. You need to fill out a permit for that too. Um, Fired. But yeah, so I've been enjoying watching all of these that he's done the last 37 of them and you'll see other famous mountaineers and skiers if you're into that kind of thing like alex honnold is like the biggest name in mountaineering uh he was on that free solo movie i watched that movie finally yeah um and jimmy chin is like another famous mountaineer he's in there too so check it out there's stuff all over like i said all over north america east coast West Coast, Rocky Mountains, Canada, Alaska. Uh, I don't think any in Mexico, but basically everywhere north of that. Um, and he's like a goofy guy. They're like anywhere between five and 20 minutes. So they're perfect shower length videos. Um, well, if they're I'll all five minutes, Chris will, Chris will watch all four seasons. And- just blast through it. <laughs> pretend he's skiing in the shower. But yeah, I'll put a link to the trailer for season four in the in the show notes. Uh, if you're anything like me and your falls in the air, and if you get that kind of that skiing itch right now, this is a a good appetizer for your ski season. But uh, all right, so we have one handle left. Give you that back. That give you back that rusty mug, Chris. Nah, you can, you can keep it. It's fine. <laughs> oh. Nope, doesn't work that way. <clears throat> all right, so I'm gonna use. I'm 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 using this as a handle. Just because they are interesting, albeit terrible. Okay, so twenty-five percent of the movie scream. <laughs> Not even twenty-five. The twenty-five is a very generous amount that you just gave me. <laughs> I saw like the beginning, and then I saw Nev Campbell run around. Nev Campbell, by the way, beautiful woman. I didn't. I didn't. I. I don't think I would have said that. Handle this week, Nev Campbell. <laughs> Nev Campbell, big fan, especially in the nineties. Um, um, okay, so. I recently uh, did a charity stream on uh, on my Twitch channel, and one of the things which I had never tried before, um, but it was a suggested charity reward, 
um, for raising so much money. What is is a thing called Bean Boozled? Have you guys seen these things or heard of these things? No is idea. What, is that the thing? I think I've I think I've heard of this, but I'm going to let yeah. you explain it before I explain it. So basically, what it is is it's this. There's a couple ways you can do it. There's like the one I have is a canister of beans, jelly beans, mind you, not just regular, okay. not regular like pinto no, beans, just Mexican just baked, jumping beans, baked yeah. beans, baked beans. Oh <laughs> uh, no, they're jelly beans, and um, essentially what they are is uh, there's identical looking beans, um, but each one has either a good flavor or a bad flavor. Um, oh, it's like bean roulette. Bean roulette. Yes, that's like the best way to put it. Yes. Um, so I'd never tried these before, this charity stream that I just did, which we ended up raising $1,500 for the kids. So nicely done. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank you, everybody that participated. Yes, it was amazing. Um, raised $1,500 for the children, for the kids. Um, but I had to eat so many of these freaking things. And let me just tell you, um, if you're looking like, I don't even know what setting you would like to try these in you wouldn't like to try them but if you're looking like for a good dare or maybe like a party thing or something like that um i would truth suggest- dare or bean <laughs> yeah truth dare or bean <laughs> there you go um i want to read a couple of these flavor combos on here um because let me tell you they're freaking disgusting if you get the bad ones they're really really bad except for toothpaste toothpaste is, is like not that bad <laughs> it's like well that's just mint <laughs> right right I get the feeling that Chris has never watched Harry Potter. Oh no, I have, I have. They, I think they make Birdie Bots every flavored beans as well. Um, but this was like the OG or something. Is this like you know. a Jelly Belly creation? Um, I don't know who made this. Um, I feel like I trust it is, them. It is Jelly gross. Belly. It is exactly yeah, Jelly okay. Belly. Yep, yep. Yeah, they're really good at making every flavor you can into a jelly bean. There, I mean, and they do a pretty damn good job on some of these. Um, so, um. Here's here's one cappuccino. That's the good flavor. Uh, bad flavor, liver and onions. Okay, so that's <laughs> wait. So are these paired? I don't think I understand. Yeah. So basically, what you do is that you you get one right, and it could be either a good flavor or a bad flavor because they look exactly exactly the same. Okay, so it's so this is the both of the same color is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. These okay, pairs so that like the, you guys can't see it. Yes, yeah, so right. like the brown, so like the brown, brown one bean. can be chocolate and or poop. I mean, yes, essentially, yes, yes. Okay, I, now I'm up to speed. I get the yeah. whole color thing. Okay, uh, so so yeah, liver and onions and cappuccino. Those are paired. Okay, um, berry blue. That's the good flavor. Toothpaste is the bad flavor. That one's not that bad. Now the ones that are really fucking bad, <laughs> strawberry banana smoothie. Which you're like, oh yeah, that sounds sure. delicious. Yeah, yeah sign dude. me up. Dead fish. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and let me tell you, the dead fish are bad. Real bad. Real bad. Um, I want to know who had to taste a dead fish in order to say, you know what? This is good. Uh, peach and barf. Sure. Barf. Mm. I've not gotten a barf one, and I'm actually I've really happy the, for I've that. I've had the barf. Uh, what was the, what are the Harry Potter ones called? The birdie but. bots, every flavor bean. Yeah, or just like the gross Jelly Belly ones, mm-hmm. and they it, it is uncanny how vomit like <laughs> it is. I, I don't even. It's like that same like bile. It's yeah. just gross. Oh. I I I I've I've gotten peach twice. I've been very lucky on that one. Which uh, means you know you don't have a lot of peaches left. I in that, know in that barrel. I, know. I don't want knock, barf. Knock knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> Pomegranate 
pomegranate and old bandage. Old bandage is very, very bad too. Um, but there's and there's like hold on. What does uh, old bandage taste like? Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's not as bad as dead fish. It's my second least favorite one behind dead fish. Dead fish is my least favorite so far. Um, so I mean that's kind of just a few of the pairs. There's ten on this little little jug that's here, and basically all I do is I just press up and down on it, and it like presents you with a few, and you're like, okay, which oh, it's one like the I... matrix where you have like the red pill and the blue pill. <laughs> yeah. You just um, like it, like a pedestal lifts and it presents two jelly beans perfectly yes. placed parallel to each other. You have to pick one. Um, so listen, I I I if you have a, a weak stomach, they are not the best thing for you. But if you're looking for a fun, I don't know, <laughs> truth truth dare or jelly bean, or if you're a Twitch streamer, I know a lot of Twitch streamers use them um, as like a fun punish yourself kind of thing for channel point redemptions. Um, check them out. They're called Bean Boozled. You can get them, I think, most places by at this point, but I got mine at five below. So um, just want to taste a dead fish, yeah, I guess. If you, have, if you have a boy between like the ages of five and 15 in your life, <laughs> torture is a perfect gift. Exactly. No, they exactly. would love it. I feel like that's like something that like b- kids, especially boys, would like to just gross themselves out with. I don't know. Maybe Lucas. I don't know if CJ would like it. Yeah. He's a little what? too young, I think. Maybe like he's, eight he, turn, to he turns five in two months. Yeah, that's crazy. Time to get him a whole a whole, whole bean boozled. That's right, whole bean boozled. <laughs> Birthday is coming up. <laughs> You're a man now. Time to bean boozle yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will thank five churches for their men are from Marzen Oktoberfest. I would like to thank Left Hand Brewing Company for their Oktoberfest, Marzen Lager. And I'd like to thank Spotten for their Optimator, Doppelbach. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please head over to Discord and join the live conversations with other fans over there where you can talk to people in real time. Also, head over to Patreon, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can get extra episodes of Drinking Alone with Friends that are about 20 minutes apiece. We call it our pregame episode, where one of us will drink a beer, um, and just kind of have a lot of fun with our patrons. Uh, it also helps support the podcast as well. Um, also, make sure that you head over to your favorite podcast app, wherever you are listening to my voice right now. Open that app. Rate us five stars. Leave a review. That's also helpful for people to find our podcast. And finally, tell your friends, tell your families, tell your dog, tell your hiking buddy, pastor's grandma your grandma tell them tell everybody do it all um even tell people who already know about the podcast just because you want to let them know so do that as well and with that my name's Todd. my name's chris and i'm obert remember if you're tricking alone do it with friends what other bad flavors uh stink bug do you want to know do you want to know the pair just the bad dirty dishwasher that's pretty bad uh stinky socks booger booger honestly not that bad not as bad as yeah. the other ones as far as bad ones go that's one of the better ones rotten egg uh i think that's it yeah that's it don't don't do it there there's there's a board I, game i swear i got like on my on my charity stream i think i got like 10 in a row all bad i don't understand my, my entire luck. Um, uh, they're listen. People eat them up. They're willing to help the kids. Yeah, there's there's definitely a, a whole board game aspect to this too. Ha!
Happy Oktoberfest, Palooza. Happy Oktoberfest, Palooza. Prost. Prost. Prost.